0: All right, welcome to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. So, boys, if you listen real closely, can you hear the sound of wood being sawed, chopped, chopped? Same thing, sawing wood, chopping wood. Nope, nope can't hear it. Nope, can't hear it. I can't hear it either because this team is a <laughs> trying. But this is going to be our Giants preview episode, so we're going to talk about the uh, the threat that is the New York football Giants. Corey, give me some thoughts on the game. What you got? I mean, first things first, we got to look out for Tommy DeVito,
1: right? De- DeVito's coming into the dome, and he's going to be looking to, to bust some, bust some heads. I'm already huh? kicking myself for turning it over to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right, that's it. That's the last impression that's tonight. That's it right there. Stop that's it, please. I'll cut myself off. Um yeah, um I honestly think it's going to be a tough one. Um Well, you don't be- have to give us your your actual I'm not, prediction. I'm not yeah, doing we're doing the prediction, but yeah. it's I kind of like we said last episode, the question of how do you feel after last game? Better, worse, or the same? It's crazy for a 22 point victory to say I feel worse, but if we in any way replicate what we did, at least on offense, we're not going to be able to keep up, and it, which is crazy to say against a team like the Giants, uh, given you know who they've been and how they've looked all season. But, but in reality, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we can't win, and we might, we might <laughs> win. But, but it's just, I don't feel <laughs> nearly as good going into this one as I did with the Panthers.
0: All right, well let's turn it over to Nick because I know Nick is not sold on uh, Mr. DeVito yet. But uh, let's see if he has any thoughts on the Giants in general come and, on, and what he thinks is gonna happen this week. Oh, and by the way, before the Nick is general, still well hold on. Didn't... Nick is still Nick Nick is still on vacation, guys. Yeah. So uh, his his audio might not be the best. He's still living in the lap of luxury that is California. Hanging out with Dr. Ye, eating lobster and doing all that good stuff. So
1: Yeah, we usually on this podcast like to pride ourselves on our audio quality, but Nick's gonna sound like he's calling into the point after once again. Uh but hey Nick. Ah, ah, wait, stop. You cut off. Stop. I cut, off. I cut myself off.
0: Turn it over to Nick. All right, what you got, buddy?
1: <laughs> um
2: Jesus. I mean, Tommy DeVito, he beat the commanders, right? Huge win.
1: Big achievement. Big <laughs> then he achievement. beat New
2: England and he scored he scored ten. He hung ten on the on on the Patriots. So no, I'm not hey, it was sold a win. on him. He lost I agree. Look, it's two wins. It's two wins. So give him all the credit in the world. It's two wins. Uh I believe he started the Dallas game where they got blown out of the building. I could be wrong there, but I think wasn't that his first start?
0: Yeah, but uh, Dallas is really Dallas is actually with, a with really the, good team though.
2: Agree. That's what I was getting ready to say is Dallas, you know, Dallas in the last six or seven weeks. Uh, I don't think we've seen a Dallas team play this well in decades. Uh, they've, they've gone on a tear. So you, you take that loss for whatever it is, you know, they lost by 32, but I mean, Dallas, it, Dallas just beat the hell out of the Eagles. So, you know, I, I, I'm not going to knock him for that, but um, you know, he played okay on Monday night. Um I think he does struggle with our secondary, but again, Saquon Barkley will not struggle with our defensive line. There's there's no <laughs> doubt he, could be a bloodbath. He yeah, he will run it right down our defensive line's throat and that's I think the bigger issue than Tommy DeVito. I think they'll be able to control the clock on us and I think we're looking at another, you know, slow-paced, boring game. That is probably going to go to the fourth quarter again, and a bad team's going to win a game. Um, do I think we're capable of winning this game? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think the Giants are that good. I think defensively, they've been playing pretty damn well over the past month or so. Um, but, you know, it, it's probably going to be the difference in two or three plays in this game for who wins this game. You know, it's funny. Home, so go ahead.
0: No, it is just funny to hear both of you say, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility for us to win this game. What the fuck? Like there's four games left in the season. We're playing the goddamn Giants and the two of you who are a little more optimistic about our situation than I am are both saying like, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we could win this game. Jesus Christ. How bad have we fallen?
1: Well, what have you seen? No, 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 no. I'm not arguing.
0: I was on that weeks ago. So, you know, you don't understand.
1: Well, that's exactly it. I mean, that's exactly why uh, everyone's so distressed right now as Saints fans. It's like we have no evidence from which to say, uh, yeah, we're going to kill this team. I mean, maybe last week with the Panthers, maybe. Um, but we certainly let them feel pretty damn good about themselves for a little while, for three quarters. You know, like, so I got nothing to say why we should just be like, oh, bad team. We're going to win. Sure. Why not? Well,
0: yeah, you can't say that when we are, in fact, ourselves. Also
1: also a bad team.
0: A bad team. And the reality is we are a bad team. We're not as bad as the Panthers. You know, the Panthers, as I talked about last episode, are truly, I don't know what the opposite of the cream of the crop is. Whatever it is, that's what they are. First pick
1: in the draft, but not getting the pick.
0: Yeah, they are truly deserving of the first pick in the draft. And as we've covered before, that is one of the most epically bad draft day trades of all time. Like it is looking just catastrophic for that franchise. And I couldn't be happier because, again, they're in our division and fuck them. Correct. Correct. But uh, that I would be I can't imagine being a Panthers fan. And I do have family from my mom's from North Carolina. I've got family in North Carolina and I can't imagine Actually, I need to call him and fuck with him because it is just—it's <laughs> brutal right now to think of being a Panthers fan.
1: Yeah, look at least you know for the season we're having, the idea that uh,
0: could be worse, maybe is a little bit of solace. Yeah, well, here's a, here's one thing. Here's what—let's look at it this way: they have nowhere to go but up, whereas we are kind of existing in this purgatory state, yep, where we're not. Bad enough to 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 be in the top five of of the draft, you know. But we're not good enough to run away with a division with the easiest schedule probably in team history and the worst division in probably team
1: well, history. You said it with purgatory. I was actually going to give our friend Jono a shout out because he tweeted it. I think even a couple of weeks ago using the word purgatory because I had the thought in my head kind of like last episode where I thought something and then when I said it, it sounded different. Um, but. Would that be the trash bag analogy? No idea what you're talking about. Okay. Um, Purgatory is exactly, God, it's such a great reference for where we are. We're just, as fans, praying. Of all teams we pray, the Saints fans are praying that we can get elevated back to that place we once were or hope to be. But we know that we don't know. We we don't know when we're going to get called up, if we're going to get called up. But... It, what we have right now, it ain't it. It ain't it.
0: Yeah, and let me say this. You know, Nick always he, – he's, he's always been consistent in saying, you know, you don't want he never wants to tank. He never wants to just – he wants to win every game. He wants to make it to the playoffs because you always have a chance to do something in the playoffs. And then there's also – he references the unknown. And <laughs> I'm going to counter – give a <laughs> counterpoint to that and say, there is the known that we have right now in that we know DA is not taking this team to a super bowl. Nope. Like the ceiling for DA is to squeak into the playoffs in a trash division, which this year would be the prime example. That is his ceiling. And that is the known. Maybe we don't talk about trash. Yeah, maybe not. But my, my (laughs) argument to that is like, give me, I'll I'll take the unknown at this point. I'll embrace it because I know what DA is. And I know what this team is with him at, as the head coach and what they're going to be with him. as a head coach. It's like shit. It's shit. It's not going to get any better. It's just not like I'd rather roll the dice at this point and 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 give me the unknown man. Like, give me give me a first round pick quarterback that he might suck. He might be the next Zach Wilson, you know, or he might be the next Joe Burrow. Yeah. I don't know, but I want to have the excitement of following somebody. It's like shit, and it's like what Nick said to it did uh, back on Monday on one's head off air, right? Yes, but uh, let's turn it over to yep. Nick, man. I uh, you That's if you want to. <laughs> If you want to expand on your your thoughts of the the whole like not take t- tanking and just kind of you know you got to take the wins when you can but I guess what are your thoughts on what I just said about the the known yeah. with DA versus the unknown
2: It's I think I think it's fair to say he's not leading us to a Super Bowl I agree I can't discount that at all but um tanking doesn't work period it's never worked um there's never been an example where it works so My thing is, you know, you can play for a draft pick and get it wrong. Look what Carolina just did. They got it wrong. The guy picked second is a better player than the guy they got. So uh, there's so many unknowns in football that I'm all about winning. If you want to, you know, when we get eliminated from the playoffs and we want to try out some young players and get them a whole bunch of time, I'm all for that, 100%. Like. You're always looking forward when when now is over. But I would rather win a division title than tank, in, in, especially in hopes of a few things, of a better draft pick. Who knows if you get that draft pick right? Uh, firing DA, who knows if Loomis is going to fire DA? Um, I think we are all on board that it's time for DA to move on. But again, we don't know what they're thinking. We're hoping. Maybe it gives us a better chance of DA getting fired. I'll agree with that. But you don't know that Loomis is going to fire him. I mean, he, just a couple of weeks ago when we were a dumpster fire, he's sitting there saying we got the right people in the building.
0: So who knows what Loomis uh, is Yeah, good. but I mean, he's as we staying. covered in the last episode, he has to say that sort of shit. Like, he has to. He can't come out and go, yeah, we got the wrong person at the I head coach position, and, you know, he's gone at the end of the year. Like, he has to put on a uh, positive face.
1: Well, yeah,
2: he's, he, to be he, fair, well, Carolina just fired their coach. So he has that option. He has that option. He can
0: fire well, but he He, he, he does, does, but kind of like we he said can do whatever also he last episode. Yeah, but that's not our organization. He, has, not that, how he has
1: that option, but if you look at the teams, the state franchises. Loomis.
0: Right. right. Know, it's not Loomis. It's not Loomis and it's not the Saints.
1: But it's also not a lot of other GMs that are GMs of successful franchises. Right. You know, um, they're all whether or not they fire their coach at the at the end of the year versus midseason, you don't hear GMs coming out. if here's the thing. If Loomis talked to Mike Haas and said, uh, you know what, Mike, I'm just gonna level with you here. This team looks like shit. And I'm going to make some changes. Not mid-season, but at the end of the year, Mike. That's what I'm going to do. I'm with all the fans. Hey, Saints fans, who that? I'm with you. Let's get rid of everybody. That's a soundbite. Okay, that gets put on ESPN. That gets spewed out nationally. Mickey, I have to believe I hope in if I'm wrong I'm wrong, but You know, the guy knows,
0: okay? Well, he's not Jim Irsay. He's not going to be tweeting through Exactly.
1: Like, one executive of his caliber, of his level, says one thing that's soundbite worthy. It gets put all over the national news, and Mickey's not going to buy into that. You know, if Mickey said, even with the Lions game, with the ticket situation, if Mickey said, yeah, I know, they're not buying the tickets because we suck. Like, that's a soundbite, okay? He- That doesn't lend towards a stable organization. doesn't lend towards a place that's a destination that a top quality head coach wants to come to, okay? So if you're looking for Mickey Loomis to say something that you agree with as a fan, you're not going to get it,
0: okay? And to Nick's point, like I I honestly, the more I think about it, I don't think DA is going to get fired no matter what the hell happens. Short of us basically losing the next four games and looking horrible in all four games. I don't think he's going to get fired. So I'm going to go ahead and start turning my attention to the 2025 draft and start watching quarterbacks there for our next coach.
1: I'm glad you brought up that point because there's something I've been thinking about with regards to what we do after the season's over. And if you're, this goes to Mickey, but it also goes above Mickey to Gale and to Dennis Lauscha. You can't, you, you, okay, you're a business at the end of the day, you're a for profit for a very large profit business. And you can't ignore when your primary consumer, your primary customer is just fed up and thinks your product is shit and is, you're at risk because there was a point where they can all remember where we didn't have a wait list for season tickets. We had to beg people to come and get season tickets. Well, we had the
0: $150 and, season ticket special. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and that's not that far off if things keep going the way they are going. And I think, I don't, I don't know what they know. I don't know what they think. I'm not going to say that. But it gets to a point, and I think this year is the first time in a really, really long time where we are seeing something happen that goes to the organization as a business. Because fans are getting fed up. OK, the Lions fans took over the Dome, the Lions game, but the Panthers game, there was just a shitload of empty seats, you know, and it's getting to the point where you got to say, if we want to continue to be a profitable organization, if we want to continue to be an organization that has a wait list for tickets, this is this cannot happen. We can't. if they do another season of Dennis Allen, especially another season of Dennis Allen, if if, if he doesn't make the playoffs as though that's going to make a difference for a lot of fans, I don't think it will. You know, you are risking completely tanking your credibility as a business, as an organization with with the fans. I mean, everyone's going to always be a diehard Saints fan. The Saints fandom is not going anywhere, but
0: it's 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 teetering on the edge of saying, "Well, no, we're, I, I, we're we, going back to the mid." I think we get what you're saying, and I think the biggest the biggest takeaway is that yes, they will notice it when season ticket holders are regularly selling. Tickets on the secondary market, and the Superdome is filled up with opposing teams' fans, as it was against the Lions yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. You know that's going to be, and Mickey's already he's already referenced it in interviews. You know, and his his whole bullshit excuse of hard economic times and all of that. You know that that's, that's a crock of shit. I think it's a bullshit, I really it, think it's he, a bullshit he, excuse. I really, it's a bullshit excuse. The reality was, is, like I think a he, lot of us are fed up, and you know, I'd rather I'd rather sell my ticket and get three hundred dollars and watch it on TV, or, or
1: just get your money back. If yeah. you can get your money back at this point, you're winning. You know, like, I don't think, I think out of everybody that sold their tickets, okay, the lower bowl was filled with Lions fans, Lions game. Like, if 50% of those fans actually got their face value tickets for that game, that would be surprising.
0: Yeah. And the other thing to look at is, like, if, if they do keep DA around for next season, it's going to be nasty in the Superdome. Yeah, you're like, asking to just
1: tank the, like, that's your only product is the team. And if you're keeping what you know to be a bad product, that's a terrible business business decision.
0: Well, you know, I'll I'll plug our T shirt, the Fire Dennis Allen shirt, and I'll just say that is just going to be the tip of the iceberg of twenty eight to three podcast merchandise that says Fire Dennis Allen yeah, on it. If easy. he is kept around for the twenty twenty four season, to buy it. It's a shame having a sign made, a giant poster. I'm going to be decked out yeah. from head to toe in Fire Dennis Allen.
1: Well, shirt. and it's really easy to buy one because you just go to shop28 to three podcastcom com. click the link. It's easy. You know, but 20, $20.03, and if we do a promo code, it's even better. So. Yeah,
0: but uh, I think we've got a little segue to that one, but let's go ahead into uh, Nick. What thoughts do you have on the game? Give us some, I guess, what you think is going to happen. I guess we can go ahead and dive into the predictions if we want to. Nick, you want to kick us off? What you got?
2: Sure. I think it's a, it's a tough game to predict. I think the Giants are probably overachieving, maybe the schedule helping them out there a little bit, but they're coming off three straight wins. Um DeVito played very well in the Commanders game, not as well the last two weeks, but still did enough to get the win um in two close games with the Patriots and the Packers. I'm gonna I'm gonna say we make a play that um at home, (laughs) I'll play because I think this is gonna gonna come down to Nick is so optimistic on this one (laughs) or to play. Perry, in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, <laughs> 20, to, 20 to 17, Saints pull it out, um, either groupie not missing a game-winning field goal or us scoring late on a touchdown. Something's going to happen Tom. in the fourth quarter at the end where we we take the game by three points.
1: Yeah. Please don't put this on um, groupie. I think the
2: offense, uh, it, at some point, he, he, how many can he screw up in a row? I'm going with as that. Many, as
1: many as possible. Uh, I mean, there's no limit. The possibilities there's, are endless. Yeah, I don't think there's a limit to how many he can miss at this point.
2: He's undefeated so far in screwing up. But let, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to us on this one, barely. Um, I think our secondary makes a play on DeVito that um, gives us good field position or something that changes the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm going to say a close win, though. I think this is a very tight game. Two average teams going at it. 2017 Saints. Wait, average? I think um,
1: – team- he, he, he forgot yeah. below. They're, they're, below. I mean, they're both no average no, no. teams. If you're- <laughs> below. Below average. Come on, Nick. Come on.
2: <laughs> I guess it depends what average is, but <laughs> I think you need to watch more NFL. <laughs> the NFL I'd rather not. It's been an awful product this year. <laughs>
1: okay, so who's your <laughs> offensive been MVP? For the NFL? Really. Who are you predicting to be the Saints offensive I'm going to say it's Taysom returns, gets the
2: MVP, scoring a touchdown um, in his return just, uh, from being out last week.
1: Just Defensively,
2: one? I'm going to say just one. Yeah. Come on. We're not going to score more than two. I'm not going to say – I mean, what's he well, going to do? Actually, Vaughn's here's a like challenge. MVP here's week a, in and week out for the same.
1: Here's a challenge for Taysom. How is he going to score it? Rushing, receiving, or passing? Rush. Or maybe a return
0: since Shahid's probably still out. Russian? You saying Russian?
2: Yeah, be- I'm saying Russian. If he doesn't okay. return, that would be amazing. Um, but I'll, I'll say um, defense. We force two turnovers. I'm gonna say that Adebo gets a pick. He's been on a little bit of a drought after his, you know, incredible start to the year. I'm gonna say he gets one on Devito um, and takes the to on say six tackles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adebo Devito.
1: What you I-N-T. got? Corey, okay. you go next. All right. Um, Saints win. The score will be 17-14.
0: Okay. Offensive so,
1: MVP? Those scoring affair. fair. Um, the offensive MVP for the Saints will be Alvin Kamara. Uh, he's going to have both touchdowns. And uh, our defensive MVP... Will be, let's see. The Mario and Howden had great games last time.
0: So I don't know if I can go with them. Can't expect any consistency now, can we? <laughs> they'll, no. they'll
2: never do two in a row.
0: <laughs> no. They, they
1: just, That's I mean, funny. this team is consistently inconsistent.
0: So hence the theme. Um, By that argument, we're consistent, though.
1: Yeah damn nick taking a di- i am going to go with the same as nick I am going to go with Adebo because DeBito is going to throw um like Bryce did and uh yeah Debo's is going to have I don't know if he's going to have an INT but he's he's definitely going to have um what three at least three uh PBUs okay um Yeah. so that's that that's what I'm going with
0: all right, cool. I'll go ahead and uh, finish it off with a Giants win, 20-17. to 17. I'm going to say Kamara, offensive MVP. I do agree with Corey in that Kamara has two touchdowns. Defensive MVP, I'm going to give to DeMario, the one person capable of having two <laughs> back-to-back MVP performances. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. Um, I will say, Groupie is going to make a 52-yard field goal, but with time expiring, uh, Jesus, he's going to miss a 29-yard <laughs> field goal, which would tie it up. <laughs> There's no way, and send it to overtime. Groupie but shanks there is a way. it. There's a way. He shanks it after kicking a 53-yard field goal. We feel like he's back. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not going to happen. What do you mean so, he's
1: back? Where was? Where is where, he back from?
0: That's true. Good point. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and say, so just to reiterate, Giants 20, Saints 17, Camara offensive MVP with two touchdowns, DeMario defensive MVP. I'm going to say he has a sack. He gets a sack and a forced fumble. So we have the
1: same score, just inverse. Inverted, yes. All right. Sack fumble for uh, DeMario.
0: Yes. So, as I said a couple weeks ago, Ooh. I'm sticking with my guns. I don't believe in this team, as long as Dennis Allen is the head coach. And I will go ahead, spoiler alert, if Dennis Allen is the head coach going into the 2024 season, I will predict the Saints to go
1: 0-17. That's a lot. I mean, we may as well just trash this segment if you're going to do that.
0: No, it's going to be funny, because I'm going to make it very, <laughs> very amusing. As we go The scenarios, are going to get more and more outlandish as we go. You're going to turn into like a novelist. We're going to be like Max Faulkner at the end of it. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, look, these scenarios are painful. Like the groupie missing a 29 yeah, yard field I'm, goal.
1: It's just painful. You're going
0: to feel that one in your gut listening difference. to this. Like, ooh, it's depressing. It's depressing. <sighs> but, uh, all right. So, predictions are done. Any other closing thoughts for me to have you?
1: Uh, no. I mean, it's going to be miserable. It, yeah, that's that's well, pretty much. Yeah. The, I don't know if it was the, it wasn't the last time the Giants came to the but but um, remember the Eli Manning versus uh, the Drew breeze. breeze, yeah, Matthew whatever Johnson. the. Just like you said, whatever the opposite of the cream of, cream of the
0: crop could be, yeah, it's going to be the opposite of that. Okay, Like That begs the question: What is the opposite of cream of the crop? We should I'm, look this I'm, up for the next I'm episode. I'm done with analogies for the next few episodes. Don't let you don't me want to worry, t- be honest. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, know, you don't want to talk to us about uh, Trash Bags? I
1: think uh did pretty good. I mean, Glad, what's your, what's glad versus, favorite, you which, mean like yeah, Glad versus nifty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, one do you like I mean, more?
0: It depends on Force Flex or Kitchen, you know. Do you um, find the white ones or the black ones to be stronger? I mean, you know, I think they're equal. There you go. Yeah. Well said, well said. Yeah. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. We'll catch you again for the uh, review of the Giants game next week. So, Whew.
1: here we go. Who well, that? Yeah, who that? What a company-